to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket here on a Wednesday. Uh, just had a great conversation there. Uh, thanks to Greg Hepburn and Cluster Johnson for joining us. Uh, and from that, we will jump over to Steve Sipple of On3 uh, and have another great conversation. How are you doing today, Sip? Uh, I'm doing fine. Bach, how are you guys doing? Oh, not too bad. We're kind of in, in opposite extremes. I'm kind of cold. I'm in the studio wearing my uh, jacket and, and Strix. Uh, off, it, it, he's too hot somewhere. He's he's out on the road there. <laughs> but uh, we're not doing too bad. You're chill. Are you chilly? I'm always chilly in the studio. Do you get chilly in here, Sip? Uh, not as much anymore. It seems like the the climate control got a little better in the recent months. I thought. Yeah. No, I'm. I- Good in the morning, Bach. It's pretty good. Yeah, it, it's not too bad. And I know, but I know that your co-host Sorensen likes to keep it pretty cool in here, so uh, I could see that getting in the way. Uh, Big Ten media days are around the corner. Are you uh, are you ready for this whole thing to get going, Sip? You know what? I, I guess I am. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I I just started thinking about it more today. I hadn't thought about it all that much, but you know we're leaving the on three the on three crew. Is leaving Monday, so yeah, it's right upon us. Yeah, it, it, and it's going to be kind of fun. Some a little bit different this year. I don't think there's any coaching changes as, as long as you've gone to media days. Has that been the case? I mean, that's got to be pretty rare. Yeah, now that you mention it, it is rare. There's usually at least there's usually one, at least one. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing. Well, since you asked about it. What I've noticed over the years is that, Bach, ah, I'll tell you what, I used to go and kind of focus on the Big Ten in general in addition to Nebraska, but we noticed at the Journal Star that you just people wouldn't read about it. Hmm. I mean, I, I could write a really interesting column about Jim Harbaugh, and it would get one-tenth the traffic that a notebook, you know, just a notebook of a multi-topic notebook would get on Nebraska. We just go, you know what? I just go, hey, Bach, I'll tell you what. I just going up. I'm writing Nebraska stuff. I probably won't pay hardly any attention to any t- other team. That's interesting. You got to follow what the what the readers want, and uh, I suppose you get Nebraska insight <laughs> here, but you can also get it at the Big Ten Media Days. Uh, as as far as that goes, uh, you expect probably to be writing a, a lot about Garrett Nelson. I would assume he'd be uh, the best quote as we look at Travis Vokalek and, and and Quentin Newsom as well. Um, are, you, are you pretty excited, mostly to talk with Garrett? Do you think? Yeah, of the of the three players, you know, I've written about Quentin Newsom this summer a couple times. So I don't, you know, I, and I just, I just wrote a column last week about Quentin because I sat down with him. Um, so yeah, Garrett, yeah, I'd be interested in writing about Garrett because I think he's a, I think he's the sort of the face of the program right now. But yeah. mainly, Bach, I'm interested in Frost because nobody, Frost hasn't done any interviews this summer. Uh, I requested one. I know some others have, and he just decided. 
if I think he just decided it doesn't make much sense to do do one, and it does. I mean, I totally understand that. I don't think it really did make sense for Scott to talk this summer much. You know how that goes around here right now. He's sort of a human pinata, and whatever he says, people are gonna. I don't know if he. You know how it goes around here. Yeah. Um, so, so I think he made the right move just to wait till Big Ten media days. But now, listen, it'll be really interesting because we haven't heard from him since spring. Yeah, uh, Sip, listen, um, always good to see you, man. It was good to see you at the event, man. What a what a tremendous event, uh, an inaugural event that we had there at Tanner's Bar and Grill. It was definitely good to see you. I'm glad you had an opportunity to decompress as we get ready to ramp up for football season. Uh, but I do have a question for you regarding how right now uh, the system's try- trying to play out, whereas normally in the past you used to be able to have Tremendous access to the assistant coaches used to be able to kind of delve delve into the mind of what's going on there. And that's now kind of starting to be streamlined and and, and creating a one message system, uh, you know, through Scott Frost throughout the season. How do you feel about that? Do you think that'll be a detriment to the team or do you think that's something that can kind of help with everything going on around to minimize some of the schism that can happen uh, in the team? Yeah, I I, um, definitely don't think it'll be a detriment to the team at all. I, I don't, I don't think that. And here's the deal, Strick and Bach. It, it would be it'd be really hypocritical for me to criticize the decision to not have assistance available during the regular season. Because if I, I've thought about this a lot over the years, Eric, if I were the head coach, I'd tighten it down even more. I, I, I wouldn't. I'd allow hardly anybody to be available. Uh, so I'd be that type of coach. So I'm not going to criticize any move like that. The access. Why? I want to understand your why. So finish your point, but I want to understand your why to that, though. But go ahead. Well, first of all, yeah, first of all, I would say this. The access we get is incredible. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. the Nebraska Media Corps gets access that's probably better than 75 percent of the country. I've talked to sports writers for 30 years. They were often they're dumbfounded by the amount of access we get. So it's really hard for me to complain about anything as far as the assistance. Why, why would I tighten it down? Cause I think, because I think it's important to have a consistent message. And I think the more people that talk, mm-hmm. the more that gets lost. And I've noticed that over the years. And the other thing about it, Eric, and the most important thing is in a year like this, in a year like this, it's, there's, it's such a weighty situation. The conversation's very heavy. It's, it's a, you know, come on, Scott, the, the head coach's back is against the wall. Let's say in mid-October, Nebraska's four and three or even five and two. I don't know that I want my running backs coach, first-year running backs coach, or my first-year receivers coach, or hell, my, my fifth-year tight ends coach answering questions about the state of the program and the head coach's mm-hmm. future. And I, I don't, I, I think that I wouldn't be comfortable with it if I were the AD or the head coach. And that's what would happen. Those guys would, would, would stand there in front of 40 media members and get asked about big picture questions that they don't really, they're, they're, they're position coaches. So that's, that's where I come down on it. And, but the, the bottom line to me is, like I said, if I was leading that program, it'd be tightened down even more. 
He's Steve Simple of On3. Join us here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. Um, of course, after Big Ten Media Days, we'll kind of get into fall camp. Uh, do you think, and kind of a question that's that's been brought up here a little bit recently, do you think that there is much of a competition at quarterback, or do you think they're going in there um, pretty sure Casey Thompson's going to be their guy? I think they're going in pretty sure, Bach. I think that's actually a good way to put it. I do think they're pretty sure. But I think that they also... Are, I, I think they'll be fair in the in the in evaluating those guys and and you know I'm talking about mainly Casey Thompson and Chubba Purdy and Logan Smothers. Um, I mean, you have to leave open the possibility that Heinrich would come in there and and you know maybe he'd make a big push in early August. I I don't expect that, but you know I do think you and you know I just think it makes sense to have two or three guys ready. Now, what if in getting two or three guys ready, Casey Thompson has three or four straight bad practices and, and, and Chubba Purdy or Logan Smothers have four or five really good practices? I mean, don't you kind of have to leave open the possibility that that could happen? And then if, you, and if that does happen, you have to sort of be able to respond accordingly. That's what, that's what, that's what it, competition's about. I don't, I don't believe in handing – jobs to people i get it we did that with adrian there's cases where it does definitely i mean tom brady makes sense right i mean that's an extreme case there are cases for sure but i don't think nebraska's in that situation i don't i, I don't think they i don't think that casey has uh, i mean he's much more experienced than the other guys and he played in the red river rivalry um He's played in some really, really high-pressure games, which the other guys haven't. But you know, he's five and five, so I don't know. I think you got to give the other guys a fair chance. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I know you also got a chance to talk with Tommy Hill, and uh, I, I think he's got a pretty good chance to start at cornerback. The secondary almost, you know, we, we talk about the you know, running back room, the wide receiver room, and who's going to start there. I think the secondary is almost just as intriguing. Um, do you think that Tommy Hill and, and Quentin Newsom are ultimately your your cornerbacks? And, and, and where do you go at safety? Think Deshaun Singleton and Marquise Buford? I guess that's that's the the group that I put together, but I'm not sure. Did you have, would you would you think at this time somebody else's favorite? Corner's pretty cut and dried, Bach. I think it's, mm. I think it's Quentin Newsom is going to start, and it'll either be Braxton Clark or Tommy Hill. And it, you know, Tommy, excuse me, Braxton Clark started the spring game, but it's I'd say it's a toss up, maybe a slight lean toward Tommy Hill for the other corner. Does mm-hmm. that make sense to you? Yeah. Um, and then at safety, I, I think right now you go Marcus Buford, Miles Farmer, but the safety, the safety position to me is it's deeper than corner it's not as cut and dry except Buford I'd say Buford's hey Bach I'm gonna say Buford's pretty locked in Mm. I think Farmer Farmer um you know there's he's 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 it's kind of like Casey I mean he's I'm pretty sure it'll be Farmer Mm. but here's the deal Omar Brown you have to watch now he had a good summer he didn't didn't practice in the spring because he had a bad back. You know, there's guys, I think Eric understands this. The summer months aren't static. I mean, I'm not saying guys win jobs in June and July, but it's, listen, it's pretty structured nowadays. It never really stops. And Omar Brown's back got better, and he's he's definitely one to watch 
there. Yeah, you're right. Deshaun Singleton's definitely in that picture. He played like a starter. Um, he played as well as a starter in the spring game, according to Fisher. Uh, Noah Pullen Gates is in that. Dis- those those guys are the ones that are main mainly in that discussion. I think Isaac Gifford would want to be in that discussion, although he'll, he's probably going to be the starting nickel. Um, if they're shuffling things around, I'd watch Gifford. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'd feel really good about Gifford playing safety um, if they hmm. if they want to shuffle it that way. Uh, so they have options. More options, I'd say, in safety that I'd feel comfortable with than corner after those first three. But here's the thing, Bach. If they started feeling a little edgy at corner for one, if one of those top three guys went down, you could easily move Buford to corner. Um, he, he could play. He'd probably be the answer if one of those guys went down. Um, so there's a lot. They, they can mix and match those guys pretty well. All right, right before we let you go, on, and we won't get to talk to you before Big Ten Media Days, so i got to ask you your prediction before that. If I give you Ohio State or the field to win the Big Ten this year, um, are, you going, are you still sticking with the Buckeyes? No, I'm not. I'd take I'd, I'd take the field, and I'd lean toward Michigan. I wouldn't. Hmm. I, I, I'm. I still wonder about Ohio State's defense. Yeah. And if you look at Michigan's schedule, they're going to win. I mean, I think they'll win a minimum of ten. The question is, can they get to that? You know, that, back to eleven or twelve. Um, Michigan, I think Michigan's a big threat still to Ohio State. Ohio State, they were an ordinary defense. Is that just automatically going to switch now? They got a new defensive coordinator, a staff. You know, they changed the staff quite a bit. I don't know, Bach. I'm a little skeptical about that. Yeah, yeah, good answer and, and, and unexpected because most people do pick Ohio State. Uh, so, uh, so good on you there. Uh, thanks for joining us once again, uh, Sip. As uh, and good good luck on your tra- your travel out to Big Ten Media Days. Good seeing you guys on Monday, and we'll uh, talk again. I appreciate that, guys. All right, there you go. Steve Sipple of On3. We've uh, we've got to, to give somebody $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings uh, because we do it every day. We skipped Shootout with Strick a little bit earlier, and we're going to do it now. So, Strick, uh, if you're getting ready, I think uh, I think we're getting ready as well back here. we got the game show ready. All we need is a contestant. So call in right now, 402-464-5685. All you have to do is beat Strick in a shootout, a game show that we set up uh, for you. Just either or questions. It's not going to be too hard. One open-ended question, uh, but Strick's got the same formula as well. So give us a call, 402-464-5685. It's a competitive call. Only the first person that calls in will get to get to play and have a chance at the chicken. Otherwise, Strick might win, and maybe he'll just eat chicken himself tonight. So we'll do that coming up next year. Shootout with Strick coming up here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.